Hey guys, and welcome to today's episode of Give It The Beans. It has been an incredibly busy two weeks, um, but incredibly successful. If that, all of you know that um, Prep Coach UK was launched um, around about the 18th, 19th of March, um, and you know the show season kicked off the week after. In the past two weeks, we've had an enormous amount of results. Um, I think it's about 21 top threes so far, so out of that 21 we've had... 12 people come first, 4 seconds, 5 thirds, um, 2 people win overalls and then 5 people win uh, their sort of pro status in a certain federation. So um, it's been the, the start that, that, that we wanted and I'm not going to say that, that we expected but like before the season began I just was looking across the border athletes and I was like we've got brilliant athletes across a wide variety of classes. Um, not just in these last couple of weeks, like in the next, um, you know, the majority of them are competing in the next sort of four or five weeks as well. So you just know that more results are, are gonna gonna come with that. I actually put a post on Instagram and it was not to come across as big headed, not post on my story, about saying like uh, right now in these past two weeks is that the best record in the UK or one of the best? And I think that I think that it probably is. Of course like people can compare like, oh well this coach works for pros and this coach does this and that. Um staying in the lane that Prep Coach UK is at an amateur bodybuilding. Um I think we 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 argue that uh, it is, but the plan is to continue doing as we're doing. Um, we've got PCA Scotland this weekend, which is which is one of the big ones in uh, here in Scotland, and then we've got another five shows in this month after that, and I can't wait for each one. We we filmed Granite the first one, um, videographer Emily Four Four Visuals captured it. We're just awaiting the the final edit to come through, but no doubt that'll be live here. Shortly, just keep an eye out on the YouTube channel at Prep Coach UK for that one. But what um the reason for the podcast today um or the 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 um the theme behind it is dealing with defeat, and I th- I figured that it was quite um it was quite fitting because you know these past couple of weeks I think as prep coaches we're all we're all reminded that um bodybuilding at times can I'm not going to say seem unfair because that's not the right words bodybuilding can just can just hurt. Um, and that losing is part of a sport, or you know, perhaps getting beat is is part of the sport, and, and that's just uh, it's just bodybuilding. But what I want to do is just kind of give an outlook on uh, my experience over the years on how to how to deal with it, how not to, um, and what I would do if that has been the case. But what I'd say with bodybuilding, right, and the reason it can really tug on those heartstrings, tug on our pride, that that bit more is that you can show up at your absolute best like you can show up be looking in the mirror thinking I have never fucking looked like this and it's still just not quite good enough or you still get beat for a, a, whatever reason it is um, whereas other sports maybe ones that are less subjective they're objective you can say like oh well you know I played shit or you know it, I was sore from a previous injury or whatever um, and then perform a skill quite as well. Whereas this is here is so dependent upon how you look versus how one, how how someone else looks. And I think that um, when we get beat, some people can often feel like, oh well, that means that I wasn't good enough, or I'm not suited to the class, or, or blah 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 blah. When that's not often the case. To put it in perspective, right? There's people out there that have maybe never competed before, and you're probably thinking, oh, but big deal. What happens if you get beat? Well. When something has been your life for five months of the year, 
maybe longer than that because obviously you've got the gaining phase and whatnot. And then you show up and you look fucking badass and you get beat. It, it really hurts. But what I would say is see if see if you get emotional. Like you've got to let that flow. But if you get emotional, it's just because you're simply passionate about it. But it literally in the moment, it feels like the world's like the world's over it. Eh? Um, and what I'm meaning is that I mean like when I didn't place and I'm speaking from when I, I first competed right when I first competed in 2017 I didn't place uh, and I honestly like felt like everything was such a waste of time um, and I was never going to compete again and we all know that it's changed and you can listen to those episodes but honestly it felt like just the world was over and what was the, you know what was the point in preparing for so long to just simply get beaten well because let's face it none of us none of us compete to lose such a shit attitude to have, right? We all compete to win. Now, you maybe if you're a first timer and you grab a second place, you're maybe not bothered whatsoever. The fact you didn't get first, you just you just placing your first ever show, um, or second ever show, or whatever it is, you're buzzing, you're ecstatic. But then, as the shows go on, as the years go on, as you're in your sort of third, maybe fourth season. Um, when you don't place or you come third, like you, you really start to maybe you have moments of weakness, right? Because we're all human, it happens. You have moments of weakness where you go through and you question, "Am I good enough? Can I do this? Can I do that?" And again, you, like what I'll say is, it's irrational at the time to think like that. Like speaking now, of sound mind, like it's irrational to think like that. But see in the moment, how you think, you just feel so hard so so hard um and sometimes like usually it's going to hit you straight away when you walk off stage right but sometimes it hits you even harder when you're kind of on your own because you're around people and whatnot. i often think when i think back to the things that i did at the start when i got beat um i, I shouldn't have done you know like i i left the building immediately like after seven stages got my stuff left and just completely rubbered everyone and just got in my car and drove drove home um i think that's not not what to do right we always want to be um you know gracious in victory and humble in defeat it really sucks to shake people's hands when you've been beat but shake their hand give them a pat on the back tell them well done because one day that'll be you but what i'll say is right in the hours when a decision hasn't went your way whether you whether you know it was, it was fair or it was politics or whatever Nothing that anyone will say, nothing that anyone will say in those hours, like two, three, four hours post-show, will make you feel any differently. Like, you will feel disheartened, down, maybe frustrated, annoyed, a whole right mixed bag of emotions. But what I'll say is, you must feel them, maybe anguish, right? You must feel them to digest it. For you to then sort of like move on. And again, if you've never competed before, this may sound really silly. If you've competed before you listen to this, I bet you're just nodding along and be like, yeah, that's how I felt and I needed to feel that way. But what I often say is how someone deals with adversity often dictates their trajectory moving forward. That's a tongue twister of a phrase. But here's, here's an example. Let's take two different examples. Let's say um, 
a competitor um, finishes third in their class, they are um, they've competed multiple times before. As soon as they as soon as they get announced third place, look absolutely raging, absolutely livid, really angry. As soon as it's all over, they storm off stage. They grab their bag, they leave, and they go home. They think, "Fuck that! I'm done with this." They just binge on their diet. Boom, preps over. Versus the athlete, same 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 situation. It could be all times before. Blah blah. blah. Announces that they're in third place. Inside, it's like a punch in the gut. They're so devastated. But they hold their head high. They smile. They shake hands. They say well done. They leave. They get some photos backstage or whatever. They speak to their family, the crowd members. and They thank them for coming. Um, of course, on their own, they, they have the moment to themselves to rest and digest. The next day, or after the show at night, once they've digested it and they think, how can I be better? How can I get better? Can I be better? Can this change? Which athletes do you think is going to have more success moving forward? You don't need me to tell you. It's going to be the second one. Listen, I've been there when I've maybe came fourth and then known in my head, should have came third or, or whatever. And it's completely sucked. But I've got photos with everyone backstage. I went out and been civil you know, thank the family or thank the friends or whoever is there. And then when I'm on my own, that's when you have the moment of anguish, rage, anger, frustration. Let it pour out. Let it be frustrated. And then you deal with it. Because instantly on the day, as it says, like you'll, you'll question why. Now, the thing about bodybuilding shows is that because it's so subjective, people often want to give themselves a reason to make them feel better getting beat opposed to like in an objective sport like rugby scoreboard tells you who wins who loses or it's a draw or whatever it is um, same with football same with basketball right but what you'll often hear from people in the crowd is like oh the judges got it wrong bro the judges got it wrong bro the judges got it wrong uh, you should have won you should miss you should have that now as my time has went on as a coach I say this less and less and less Often just because I understand the criteria and understand why people get beat. I've had athletes that have maybe not placed and I've went backstage after and said, look, really hard lines, you looked incredible, but that was fair. Or they come third or whatever, say, look, that was fair. They were just better and this is where you got beat and this is where we need to improve. Um, but from an outside perspective, if, you've never, if you don't know about bodybuilding, the criteria or not, you'll instantly think of, well, because naturally, like, you know, if you're close to someone, you want them to feel better. You don't want them to feel down or whatever. Or we convince ourselves, like, oh, uh, it should have been this, this, this. Opposed to, the best thing to do is, I wouldn't ask for judges' feedback. And I'll tell you why. The judges have so many athletes in front of them, right? And often they're, they're judging one class, straight in the next, straight in the next, straight in the next. You're the first or second class of the day. And I guess the very end of the day, they've seen over 100 athletes, 150 athletes. They're not really maybe going to remember you very well. You know what I mean? Yes, you can send them stage photos and you get feedback on there. But again, you're sending them two or three photos. You're not sending them, like, as a coach in the crowd, you see every quarter turn. You see the comparisons, the mandatories, the muscle rooms. Like, you just can tell where someone wins, where someone's getting beat and just know who's, who's a little bit better. So my suggestion to you would be, if you're an athlete listening to this after shows is just chat to your coach 
because you'll often get some genetic feedback from uh, from judges that they find it really hard to remember you or whatever. Um, but nothing against that. You know, they're they're busy as fuck and they're doing an incredible job. Um, but listen to your coach. You know, what did your coach think? Um, if your coach is telling you you should have got this year or that, um, then it's maybe a different story. Listen to maybe someone that knows what they're saying. But it's uh, your your coach should know why a result happened. And I think if you're able to know where you got beaten, why it's much easier to accept. Whereas, like, see, sometimes if you don't know, like if you're at a show and you're on your own, and there's like three people in the category. And the two that are on stage with you, there are coaches on the judging panel, and you get placed third. You kind of fucking at times you don't know why. How did that happen? How did that happen? Well, of course you know why. And politics are part of the sport, and it's something that um, it plagues the sport. But it's something that uh, it happens, man. Um, and often you will get that. Um, the one occasion where I've said to people like, "Oh, look, maybe I don't agree with that result." Um, it's often that case that maybe your coach was on the judging panel of the person on stage and have obviously favoured them and that's just the nature of the game like you could say it's unfair and it totally is but at the end of the day that coach is sitting there on the judging panel and that's their athlete of course they're going to favour that man um, they'd be inhuman if they didn't um, there's some other occasions where in my time doing it I've, I've seen a result I thought right well we, we, we were maybe third and the guy in second didn't look as good so there's a reason why we've been marked down. What was the reason? Sit and think critically, think logically, think objectively. Take yourself away and think, right, well, if that wasn't my athlete, how would I judge this? And where would I have judged then? And you say, okay, right, well, maybe we got marked down because of the tan or the skin tone or acne or scar tissue. Little things that maybe you aren't even thinking about at the moment can happen. I had an athlete a few years ago, placed third and was the leanest and most balanced on stage. When I chatted to the judges, they were just like, yeah, his acne is really bad. That's why we marked him down. And I was like, oh man, okay, fair play. That's, I mean, not every um, federation or category is going to gonna do that, but that was the rules and that's what they did. So you kind of have to have to, to respect that. Um, but if I go back to kind of what I was saying at the, um, at the start of the episode, or the comparison between those two different athletes. Um, it's always a case of like, right, well, how can you be better? Can you be better with the time frame? If you've got, you do one show, um, maybe you don't get the result you want. Like I say that as like generic. Anyone that doesn't win doesn't get the result they want because we all want to win, right? But at times you can be happy with not winning if the person that beats you is like, it's just fair, it's just better. But if you have other shows... You then go off the feedback is like right as you were maybe on stage were you well number one were you lean enough was your conditioning okay do you have to get leaner can you get leaner by the time your next show show comes around or maybe if you know if, if it's the week after you need to be leaner maybe push that show back and maybe go to the show after that because you need the time to pull off can you did you did you need to be fuller did you get beat on fullness that's easy fix more food week to week um, do you need to peak a little bit differently? Did you need to come in a bit tighter, a bit sharper? Someone could say, I want you to be drier, I want you to be fuller. If they're a bodybuilder, that's completely fair. Um, someone for a bikini might say, look, the, the glutes are a little bit flat, I need them to be a bit more round. Um, okay, right, a little bit more food needed. And that balance between, like, right, keep the midsection controlled, bring more fullness to the glutes. So often when you 
contextualise it and you understand the reasoning behind why you maybe got beat, um, or defeat as I called it, um, it makes it easier to, to feel, right? Does that, does that even make sense? It doesn't hurt quite as much. There we go. Sometimes when you get beat and you don't understand, it can just hurt for a little bit longer. And I was bad, even if I think back to to my last prep, 2021, um, I got fourth in one qualifier um, in a British invite and that, and that was fine, but like you saw the guy that came in third and everyone was like, what the fuck was that about? And it really, really hurt at the time. Really, really did, and I didn't understand it, but I was professional, went and shook hands with the boys, got a photos and that, thanked my clients in the crowd that were there for helping me and giving me lifts and stuff. It was only really, as I was on my own, I started to try and digest it and then found out, you know, okay, a couple of athletes or judges, uh, coaches or judges, that, that's that's fair. But then it, it was eating me inside and it was actually, um, it got to, I think the show was a Sunday, it got to the Tuesday, it was still bothering me. And one of my good friends, Rob, um, from LRF, who many people know, um, fantastic guy, Rob Whitfield, uh, we just chatted and he just said, the more you focus on that result will take away from how good you could look this Sunday. And let me tell you, like, it was a flick of a switch. Like, when I heard those words, it was just like, that was the, I don't know, that was the solace, that was the um, the thing that just changed it all, all for me. Um, that feeling of frustration, anger, disappointment ended and then the feeling of excitement um, want to be better, pushing hard, just total focus on that Sunday, um, just changed in, in the blink of an eye. And that's what I'd say to you out there, is if you've competed this season or you're competing and you're, you're away to compete soon or this season, um, the more you focus on a result that didn't go your way takes away from a result that might go your way next week. That's the thing about bodybuilding, right? Bodybuilding has kicked me in the dick more often than I could tell you. And at the times I thought that it was going to, it doesn't. It does the opposite. But that's just sport, isn't it? Like, losing's part of the game. And we just often find it quite hard in bodybuilding to to deal with that. But what I would say is you, you must understand criteria better. And you must look at your physique um, logically. Like, for example... Let's take an athlete um, that's had a lot of success um, for me this season already. Um, Chris Bain, an amazing bodybuilder. You'll go on my Instagram, you'll see him. He's won everything he's done. And our goal this season was to win an overall, and he got that last weekend. But then the week before, he was beating the overall, um, and it sucked and hurt. And backstage, you know, we didn't say much. I just said, look, hard lines. And I says, the guy that beat you was a bit more bubbly, a bit more rimmed, and just looked a bit more balanced. Now, Chris is very, very balanced. This guy was just a bit bigger, and, a bit, you know, and because he was bigger, that's where kind of he got beat. And he was just like, I know. And although it hurt, he just, he'd already, in his head, he'd felt it, he dealt with it, and he moved on. And he was all, we're already speaking about the, week, the, the, the next week, and I think it was just a great example. I was like, wow, man, like, what an athlete to coach, um, that they're, they're, they're that on it that they're able to accept a result and move on. However, it wasn't always the case years ago. Um, you'll admit this as well, back in 2019. 
when he got beaten, he got second in his last year as a junior. Um, he really wasn't happy, and we tried to to say the whole like, oh, you know, this is why it would happen. This is why he got given second. But at the time we look back, like we look back now, and we just go, yeah, the other guy was just better. Uh, but I think what I'm getting at is that we and, and him are experienced now and we've dealt with loss, we've dealt with getting beat um, and we're very very realist and very open, very honest about what we need to do to be better um, year in, year out. And we already kind of know like where we're going to go off season-wise to make sure that in the years that, that follow this year that um, he continues to improve and he continues to, to be really, really hard to beat. And that's the thing with bodybuilding. We all aim to win, but it's, a win's never guaranteed. So you go into any show and you think, I'm going to try and be really hard to beat. And that's what everyone's trying to do. Everyone's trying to be really, really hard to beat. But on the day, only one person could win, right? But just remember, like if you finish second, the person in the third would give everything to stand in your shoes. If you finish first, just remember that the person in the second would give everything to stand in your shoes. If you're standing at the side of the stage and you've placed fourth, or sorry, if you're standing, if you're, you're standing in third, just remember there's a person at the side of the stage that finished fourth that would give so much to be in your shoes. And when you look at it like that, you can feel, you should feel very humbled and very, you know, I sort of say, be humble in victory and be gracious in defeat because it can't be your day every time you compete. One day you might compete it might be someone else's day. But let me promise you, as you continue on this sport, over the years, over the weeks, the months, one day, it's going to be your day. And that might happen again and again and again as you become a better athlete, as your season goes on. Um, but it's just remembering what got you there. Sometimes you have to lose to understand what it really feels like to win take you back to my first show in 2017 I did not place I felt like the world was going to end I felt like my whole life was just it was I was like what's the fucking what's the point in doing bodybuilding because I've invested so much I said I'll just do something else um, I can't tell you how good it felt to win in 2020 when it was my first time I'd won in my second show um, would it have felt as good to win the first time? Yeah, of course it of course it did. But in my head, it was redemption for me. It was a battle, a uh, competition with myself when I wanted to prove to myself I could do it, I could win. One day it'd be my day. And I tell you, when it was my day, it didn't sink in. It didn't sink in till I was, at, I was, I, I was in the hall. Uh, I don't know, I was having a chicken rice meal or something. I was competing the week after, so I was being smart. I was texting my coach at the time, and I says, man, I feel like I could cry. And he just messed me back saying, let them out. Let those emotions out. And I found myself a corner. I just bawled my eyes out. Because it, it meant so much. And that's what I say about feeling those emotions. And it was tears of joy and happiness, of course. But the years before, it was a different emotion of confusion, anger, upset, questioning myself. But I kind of needed to, I needed needed to go through that, to then prep and believe like right, okay, well I'm going to overcome that and make it better. So if maybe you're competing this season, as I says, um, be really subjective, um, really constructively critique your physique versus the winners, the people that are winning placing. 
are placing above you um, and try and see if you can come back better. But I hope that uh, this podcast has helped anyone that's competed or is competing this season. If it has, then please just drop me a DM and let me know. Um, even if it's just like a thumbs up, add it to your Instagram story. Or maybe, maybe you know someone that's competed and they've had that and it's not went their way. Just just share it with them. Um, that's all I ask. There's no cost to this podcast, but you know I'm, I'm here to try and help people um, in the bodybuilding scene. But um, for those of you that are on Instagram, please check out Prep Coach UK and the same on the YouTube channel. As I says, we have a lot of shows this upcoming season. This Sunday is PCA Scotland. The week after that is a double header. We have um, NFM UK and then uh, IBFA Lock Gelly on a Saturday and a Sunday. Got a few athletes doing both back to back. The week after that is NABA. Um, and then the day after that is UKUP. Again, have a lot of clients doing both shows back to back. And the week after that is BPA, which is the British Physique Alliance. It's a new federation here in the UK. And again, I'll be going to that. So all those shows are in Scotland. Um, and I will be at each and every single one uh, this past weekend. Uh, I couldn't I couldn't make it to my client shows. That was one weekend that, I, that a few months ago I didn't have anyone competing. And then it turned into six people competing across the weekend, for the Saturday to the Sunday. So I meant a very very busy day on my phone. Um, but I was still able to, to be present with the family and, and work. And we got a hell of a lot of results. Um, and it was probably the, the most amount of people I've had competing over a weekend and the least stressed I've been about it. And I think that just comes in time, experience and with age because that's now 50 people that I've uh, put on stage and I'm very much looking forward to the next 50 until we can get to the 100 marker. Um, so yeah, that's it for me guys. Wherever you are, whatever you do, give it the beans.